Hey, hey, this is Tracy Austin with Mental Fitness Matters. This show is designed to provide people with tips, strategies, and solutions to improve your mental fitness. This is Mental Fitness Matters. Hey, hey, happy Thursday, everybody. You are listening to Mental Fitness Matters. I am your host, Tracy Austin, and this is WSIC Radio. Happy Thursday. I hope everybody out there is having a great week. We have now entered the first week in December, and it really seems like no matter what's going on in the world right now, time seems to fly by so fast. And just because we've changed the way in which we are working and interacting with each other, it doesn't stop the need to get things done. Right. There's still deadlines to meet. Students are still preparing for exams. We still have to do lists and things that require our attention and our time. And sometimes when it comes to being productive and getting some of these things done, it can seem like a challenge. So if you're finding it difficult to get things done and being more productive, especially right now through a busy holiday season, you're not alone. And today's show is for you. I'm going to share with you some practical tips on mastering your productivity that you can hopefully start to implement into your daily life and really begin to retrain your brain on how to be more productive, which is going to help have a big impact on your performance. Um, But before I do that, if you are a first time listener, welcome to the Mental Fitness Matters show. To all my frequent listeners, I thank you. I appreciate my community so much. Uh, This show is designed to provide you with education, tips, strategies, and solutions to improve your mental health and mental fitness. If you're a podcast listener, make sure you go to Mental Fitness Matters Podcast. Download and subscribe to the podcast. Go to TracyAustin.com. You can also find information about what we're doing there as well. That way you guys can tune in and never miss a show. So let's get started. I think it's a pretty safe assumption that we've all had some experience at some point in our lives. We could be experiencing it right now uh, where being productive is a challenge. And I think we could all benefit from finding easier strategies and solutions to increasing our productivity, whether that's for school, sports, business, work, um, in your relationships or in life in general Feeling a sense of accomplishment or that you've accomplished something in any area of your life makes you feel better about yourself. So let's identify some strategies that we can all use to help us get there. Okay, I get this question a lot and I want to just kind of ask you guys, have you ever wondered for yourself, for example, you're coming up on a project or some sort of deadline to meet and maybe you've set an intention for your day that you're going to get several things done. So you head into the office early. You may be working from home right now. So you just kind of set the day for an intention. You got some free time, free hours. You're going to get some things done this day, right? So you go into the office early with every intention to start working on this project. So follow this example. It's 6 a.m. You're in the office, whether at home or at work, and you sit down to begin your work. Then all of a sudden you say, you know what? Let me go and make a quick cup of coffee. Let me grab something to eat, come back, so that way I can kind of be focused and prepared for work. So now it's 6.10, and you say, oh, wait, I need to respond to that email real quick. I didn't get a chance to do that last night. So you respond to that email. Now it's 6.45 rolls around, and you remember that you got a couple text messages on your phone that are still unread. So you pick up your phone, respond to a couple of your text messages. You get that knocked out real quick. Now it's 7.30, and you're like, you know what? My environment looks pretty good, but I realize I focus so much better when my environment's clean, it's tidied up. So let me just tidy up my space real quick so that I can have a nice, clean, comfortable environment to work in. Now it's eight o'clock and you're like, yes, I'm ready to sit down, finally get started on my work. So now you sit down at eight o'clock. The rest of the world is now up and it's interruption after interruption after interruption. 
and nothing is done. You've had two hours and nothing that you were planning on doing has gotten done. Does this sound familiar? If so, again, you're not alone. I have a lot of people ask me this question. Why is it so difficult or so hard at times to become more productive or be more disciplined in things that I'm getting done? And the truth is, there could be a variety of reasons when we're looking at productivity um, that could be causing us to not get things done. But one of the biggest keys is understanding your brain and its impact on your productivity and performance so that you can train it and condition it to get things done. So if you've heard me on this show before, you know, I'm talking about the brain constantly. It's a muscle that can be trained and conditioned to be more productive and allow you to have peak performance. So research shows, I want to kind of ask you guys, give you a quick fun fact. Did you know that if your brain had a choice, so if it had to choose between lying on the couch or engaging in an active activity, the brain would choose lying on the couch. And you're probably thinking, of course, Tracy, it would. I wouldn't want to go running. If I could lie on the couch, I'm going to lie on the couch versus being active, right? But research shows that our brain is innately attracted to sedentary behaviors. Our brain prefers tasks that some may consider lazy or not requiring a lot of work versus something that requires your focus or attention. Lazy tasks would be more associated with tasks that would do we do on autopilot or without much effort. So your brain prefers to just relax, hang out, not have to do much with its energy. The reality is being productive or getting things done. It takes energy, guys, both physical and mental energy. There was a, a fascinating research article done by a doctor. Um, he's I'm not sure if he's a doctor. I think his name is Daniel Kamen. He's a Nobel Prize winning psychologist. And he talks about in his book, Thinking Fast and Slow. He talks about how human beings essentially have two different systems for thinking. The first system is fast thinking. OK, which is what he considers automatic, emotional and habitual. This type of decision, this is the type of decision that you make when you're running from a threat. So let's say you're having to run from a bear or a dog or you're brushing your teeth. OK, there's not much thinking involved here. It's like a reflex or a habit. So this is considered fast thinking, something that we do automatically. We don't have to think about it. It's just an, an automatic response. The second system for thinking is slow thinking. It involves effort, calculation and reasoning. This type of thinking occurs in the prefrontal cortex and is the most evolved part of our brain. Okay. It's responsible for controlling impulses, delaying gratification, making predictions or solving complex problems. So slow thinking is harder and requires more work and we often avoid it, right? Slow thinking, the thing that requires us to kind of think through, calculate, make decisions, this requires more work, so we often avoid it. It's much more easier and much more comfortable for our brain to do what we've always done. So if your brain is in a state of habitual thinking or habitual behavior, you're going to get more out of that brain because it's so much easier for your brain to access that state. So think about this for your own life. When we tend to procrastinate, just think about your own life, for example. We tend to procrastinate on the big projects, right? Or we avoid taking action on a vision or a dream that we've wanted to start for quite some time because that requires work to think through. And we shy away from difficult conversations. And when you wonder why, it's because that requires more energy from your brain. 
And think about those things. They really are the things that help us grow and move us forward. But they're the hardest thing for us to get started on or get going on. If you've ever wanted to write a book and every time you sit down to write a book, all of your thoughts are gone. It's like, I just want to get this out. But you have such a hard time doing that. So think about it for yourself. What have you been wanting to start? What types of things have you been wanting to do and or complete that aren't getting done? So now that you know that your brain would literally prefer for you to lay on the couch and watch Netflix, scroll through Facebook, watch TikTok videos or Instagram. It's just important that you know that you can train yourself into being more productive and disciplined. Right. So now it's time for you to stop beating yourself up about not getting things done and time to reverse engineer what your brain prefers to do. If your brain prefers doing things that become a habit, repetition or routine, You can train your brain into being more productive. And I'm going to show you how to do that right now. So let's get into the first tip in setting up ways to train yourself to be more engaged and more productive with your time. You got to first recognize that your environment matters. Okay. tip number one, your environment matters. This is a big one. You got to start to create work only zones for yourself. Okay, so a lot of times right now, people may be doing or getting things done, um, whether it's at home in their home office or a space they've created at home or they may be going into the office. But if you're someone who does work that requires a lot of thinking, a lot of mental energy, and you do that in various places in your environment, we got to kind of cut that out a little bit. So if you're, for example, in your living room and you do a lot of work on your computer to get things done in your living room. But you also watch TV in there. You also play games in there. You also have conversations with your family in there. Or you could be in the kitchen and you do work in the kitchen and you cook in the kitchen and you entertain in the kitchen and you have in the bedroom. You go to sleep in the bedroom. You watch TV in the bedroom. You scroll through Facebook in the bedroom. So if you're the type of person that takes your work everywhere, recognize that your brain is not sure exactly which task you're wanting it to do. So creating a work only zone is a great place to begin to train your brain to say, you know what? It's time to work. So if you can create a space in your home or in your office that's only identified for when you're wanting to get out and knock out work or even in your car, like I have some work only zones in my car or at the park where I know that this is a place or a space that I go to to be more productive. Um, but I try not to confuse the two. Right. So you want to make sure you're creating a space that you can say, you know what, this is going to be my space and my time where I'm going to block out maybe 15 or 20 minutes or 30 minutes to an hour. And I'm going to focus on getting some work done and try not to confuse your brain with multiple things going on in that environment at once. A lot of people who have sleep issues, you know, we kind of first assess what are you doing in your bedroom? A lot of people read in their bedroom. They watch TV in their bedroom. They scroll through social media in their bedroom and then they want to be able to go to sleep and they wonder why they can't. Well, because your brain is always prepared to process information. So if you're in your bedroom reading, watching TV, scrolling through Instagram or social media or writing down information, your brain's not sure if you want it to work or if you want it to sleep. So you have to start to feed it the information and training in a way that you want it to go. So keeping your environments clear so that your brain knows how to show up for you. Um, So your first tip I want you to do is use your environment better as a way to create a place where specific kinds of work happen. All right. Um, For me, I am very much more creative if I am out in the park or in nature. So 
I use the park, for example, for not only exercising and visualization and creativity, but that's a place where I get a lot of work done. Um, I'm not in front of a computer, no, but I have a lot of good ideas and things kind of coming to me in that environment. So I, I use that as a place that my brain is very familiar with going to to get things done. OK, so tip number one, environment matters. Create some work only zones so that your brain can become more um, in tune with what you're needing it to do. Tip number two, use music or sound to help you focus on being productive. Um, sound is just a big part of our physical worlds naturally, whether we are aware of it or not. Um, but audio cues can be an easily implementation into your workflow or to knocking out a workout that you want to get done. So let's start to implement and use music in, in a term of focus and productivity. Um, different genres of music have varying effects on the brain. So what boosts productivity for one person may be distracting for others. So when you're using music, it's important to know what it is that you're trying to accomplish. All right. What you're doing matters, meaning if you're writing or doing something that requires a lot of words. So let's say you may be journaling or writing or preparing a song or a book. Um, songs with lyrics are much more of a distraction. So writing and reading tasks, go for the instrumental music only. Classical piano type music are really good for kind of getting the brain in a more creative and productive state. So you want to make sure if you're doing something like writing um, or doing things like that, that you're trying to create, leave the lyrics out of the music because that's going to be more distracting. If you're trying to get motivated for a workout for your day, right? If you're trying to say, you know what, I've got on the schedule that I want to get a workout in, but you're trying to find some motivation and being productive and getting that knocked out. Um, high tempo music. Over 170 beats per minute has been proven to have a psychophysiological effect on endurance and exercise. So that high tempo music really gets people in a more better state of getting motivated to work out and to finish that workout. Um, so I have a playlist, especially now that I've started trying to do more running. I've called my playlist Finish the Race. And one of the, the songs that I have on there is the Rocky theme. Da -da -da. That song right there, that theme music, something about that music, when I am in the zone and when I'm running, I'm tired, I go ahead and push play on that. And I have set myself, I'm trying to train myself that when I start to feel fatigued physically, fatigued mentally, I hit that playlist. Also on that playlist is the Eight Mile song by Eminem. You know, so I have songs that really kind of make me feel something. And that gives me the extra boost to kind of finish the race, to keep going. So create you guys a playlist uh, that can really kind of help improve your productivity. Music boosts your mood, which is going to boost your productivity. Um, Spotify has amazing playlists for productivity. So if you're a Spotify user, go to Spotify. You can really Google on there, um, search on there for productivity playlist. They have so many different options there. They have brainwave music like alpha uh, uh, waves to kind of help you in a more relaxed, creative state. They also, another good one that I love, they have a brain food uh, playlist that has a lot of different music on there that really helps enhance brain performance. So Spotify could be a great tool that you can use uh, to really help you get more focused and productive. So number two was use music or sound to, to help you be more productive. Number three, this is a big one. Be ready when inspiration strikes. I need people to hear this one. Be ready when inspiration strikes. Have you ever been driving or walking in the park or just taking a shower or brushing your teeth and you have this brilliant idea, right? It just kind of floods in and you're like, you're so excited. You want to keep it going. But by the time you get to a place to write it down, it's gone. 
You're like, I can't even remember what I was doing, but I had such a great idea. So you have to be ready when inspiration strikes. So I encourage people, whether, you know, in my in my bathroom, because I do a lot of creating. That's a creative time for me, whether it's in the shower or first thing in the morning when I'm brushing my teeth. I love to use my my technology as a way to record my voice um, or to take notes. So if you have, whether it's on your cell phone, um, that little voice memo recorder, or if you can just say, Alexa, make a note for me, put Alexa in your shower, in your bathroom, that you utilize technology in a way that can be more effective for you when you need it. So if you're in the bathroom or in the shower, you might not have time to go out and grab something to write something down. I also use the notes, but I can't write if I'm in the shower. So if I'm thinking out loud or talking to myself out loud, I use my technology as a way to record my thoughts. So if your ideas are flooding in, normally, remember, your brain does better when it's in a more kind of calm and lazy state, which is really a more creative daydreaming brainwave state. Go back to a couple shows and learn about brainwaves. But your brain is actually in a state of calm and relaxation when you're doing tasks like washing your face or taking a shower or brushing your teeth. Remember, your brain prefers those things that are habitual and repetitive. You do that every day, all day. So for ideas to flood in at that time is not uncommon. That's probably when you're going to get the best use out of your brain being more creative and productive. So you want to make sure you capture the moment. Okay, so set your environment up so that when inspiration strikes, you are ready to capitalize on all of the downloads that you're going to get when you're in that state of focus, of calm and relaxation. Just record, 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 say, Alexa, record my note or Siri, you know, pull up notes or whatever this technology that we have that's able to do what we know that it can. You want to make sure that you're capitalizing on that. Okay, so when when uh, inspiration strikes. Make sure you're ready to capitalize on it. Uh, Another quick tip I want to give you guys, try to eliminate distractions. As I'm saying that, you're like, okay, yeah, right. How how do we begin to do that, right? Try to eliminate distractions. So remember, your brain, it it functions, it moves, but... We think that we're such a good multitaskers, but in reality, we're not. You know, your brain does so much better when you can focus on one task at a time. So trying to give it two and three different things to do at a time can really be overwhelming for brain performance. So if you could set your, again, your environments up for work-only zones, but also every single day, give yourself permission between 15 and 30 minutes where you're going to say, I'm having a distraction-free zone. Okay, where that means you remove technology, you turn off the TV, you don't check emails that you are training yourself to show up to your environment. And for 30 minutes, I'm just going to allow my brain to work on whatever it needs to work on. So if you've set a goal for your day of something to knock out, this is going to be the time in which you get the chance to focus on that. If you're in the process of writing a book, but you haven't gotten started, you're going to set up that 30 minute window or 15 to 30 minute window that every single day when you go back there, you know, you're working on the book. Guys, remember repetition. So if your brain works better in these slow thinking modes or things that come automatically. It's the repetition that works for it. It's the continuation of it. It's the habitual habits that you create that allow your brain to know this is what I'm supposed to do. So if you're having a hard time being productive, create a place in a space where your brain now starts to know that, oh, when I go to the kitchen table or when I go into my work only zone, I'm going to get work done. Or when I go to the park, creativity is going to happen. Your brain's going to start to automatically tap into that zone Because that's what it's supposed to do. Think about athletes. Why do you think they train so much? But why do you think they're in the gym constantly or on the field constantly training and training? Because that repetition is key. So when it's game time, 
It's automatic what they're supposed to be doing. They don't have to think about it. You can reverse engineer to do the same thing for creating productivity hacks in your own life. If there's something that you want to get done, create a repetition or routine around that thing so that you are training your brain on how to access that state automatically. Don't expect this to happen overnight. So if you go to your work only zone next week and you're saying I'm there, but I'm thinking about 10 other things that I have to do. It's okay. Be patient with yourself. Allow yourself time to get used to being in that place, in that space, doing that thing that you want to get done and watch how over time when you go there, you don't have to think about it. It just flows. It becomes an automatic process. Your brain just knows what to do. Okay. so the tips for today, environment matters. Remember, work only zones. You got to make sure you're setting up your space for productivity. Cut out all that other noise. If you're in your bedroom trying to sleep, create an environment for your bedroom so that you can go to sleep, not engage in social media and everything else that needs to be done. All right. Music. Use music. We use it so many other ways in our life. And it's so powerful for boosting our mood, but also boosting our productivity and performance. Create you a playlist that you can really kind of and make sure you repeat that playlist. Don't just use that playlist for one time. Again, guys, repetition is key. So if you're going to create a playlist, call it your productivity playlist or finish the race playlist. Like I said, I have one for my workout, but I also have a playlist that I use for when I'm trying to get work done. And there are two different types of of sounds and music coming from there. So remember, create a playlist to allow yourself to be more focused. Um, Be ready when inspiration strikes. There's so many times that we're going throughout our day that we have ideas. um, We have something that we want to say or remember to do, but we recognize that we have nowhere to put it. So make sure you set yourself up that you're prepared. Create uh, the, the Get, download the little app on your phone, the voice recorder, so that way you can just talk to your phone, have Alexa or Siri or whoever the, the assistant is on your phone, make a mental note for you. So that way you don't miss out on the opportunities that are coming forward. Um, eliminate distractions. So making sure that you are setting some time and space, 15 to 30 minutes a day, that you're going to have a no distraction zone. Nobody's calling you. Nobody's texting. You're not responding to emails. You're only focused on getting some things done and watch how you build that mental muscle over time and start to knock some things off of your list. And another quick one that you can do is start to designate if you have that opportunity, designate different devices for the types of work that you're trying to do. So a lot of us, whether you have a laptop or a tablet or a phone, all of our technology seems to have probably all of the same apps on it. So start to designate devices for what you want them to do. If you have a separate device that you can just use for work and productivity, remove all the apps from that device. Remove all the apps from that device, because what you're starting to do when you get in front of that computer, if you got Netflix, you got Amazon Prime, you got your music playlist, you have so many different options. The Internet's on. So it's like I got work to do. But you know what? I had a show that I recorded. Let me check that show out real quick and then I'll get back to my work later and nothing gets done. Set yourself up to be successful. So if you can eliminate some of the distractions on your devices, if you have a device that's uh, designed for work, create that as a work only device so that when you, you sit in front of that device, all you can do is work. Right. If on your cell phone, you have your apps where you can play music or do what you do. Allow that to be the device that you do that on. Your laptop can be used for something else. So start to utilize and streamline your devices uh, to get things, the things that you want to get done. Allow that to be the place and the source for which you do it. It's so easy with all the technology that we have that we just combine everything and everything becomes one big uh, media frenzy. But remember, your brain's going to prefer to do what requires the less work. 
So if everything that you're accessing in every part of your environment allows you to disengage, it's going to prefer that every single time. So take note, if you're having trouble being productive, use these tips, guys, to create an environment that's going to help you be more successful. Retrain your brain on what productivity feels like and looks like and allow it to get comfortable and create habits around doing that. All right. I would love to hear your feedback on this show. If you have any questions, make sure you just go to the TracyAustin.com. Send me a message there, any type of feedback. And also, if you have topic ideas or things that you would like me to talk about or questions you, that you have, you can always go to TracyAustin.com, T-R-A-C-Y-A-L-S-T-O-N. You can submit your questions there. That way I may cover your topic on one of these shows. Um, all right. Mental Fitness Matters community. That is our Thursday. Time always flies when we're having fun. I want you guys to go out and be productive and don't beat yourself up. Remember, your brain prefers laziness or doing nothing. So train it to do more. All right. If you want more, train it in that direction. Go out and shine bright like the stars that you are. Be great. I can't wait to see y'all next week. Have a great week. Thank you for joining us today on Mental Fitness Matters. Tune in every Thursday at 8.30 a.m. to 9 a.m. for more tips, tools, strategies, and solutions that will help you reach your peak mental fitness. My name is Tracy Austin, and you've been listening to Mental Fitness Matters. 